Hey, here is Natalia, and you're listening to another episode of my podcast, where we continue talking about native life fluency. In addition to the longer episodes that I have in my podcast, I decided to share some random thoughts that I have. They're not less important than the long and structured messages that I have for you, but they're slightly different. They're always spontaneous, and I myself practice spontaneous speaking skills when I record these messages for you. I record them on a whim, most often. And most often they're inspired by my students, but by what they say, by how they learn, and by what they achieve. So these are not entirely random messages. They're always relevant, because this is my work experience, And these are the thoughts and the ideas that help me grow in my work and that help other students learn. So from now on, you can enjoy shorter episodes on my podcast. You can listen to a a voice message from me while taking a morning walk, walking your dog, or doing your laundry. I don't really know how you like to listen to information, how you listen to audiobooks, podcasts, or audio messages from people. I personally like to be on the move when I listen to audiobooks and podcasts. I can't sit still and listen. Share with me. How does it work for you? You can always leave a comment uh, in... If you want to discuss the podcast, make sure you join the community of practice where you can see all the show notes, all the links that I mentioned, and where you can join the conversation. Today I want to talk to you about grammar. How do you keep improving your grammar? And how do you keep the level of joy high, consistently high? So many people want to run away at the mention of present perfect, a present perfect continuous. They just want to run and never look back because they've done this so many times. They've tried to understand those grammar constructs so many times. And every single time it wasn't necessarily joyful or productive They still have a feeling that they failed miserably at grammar and at applying grammar. They are probably good at memorizing it, but they failed at applying it. And that's just not right because we need grammar. We just don't need to memorize all the grammar rules. Nobody, Nobody needs that. What we need is application. What we need is clarity. What we need is... The ability to express ourselves with confidence and clarity. And you need grammar for that. So how do you keep working on your grammar? So that there is variety, there is joy, there is persistence, and there is clarity too. How do you improve your grammar and how do you keep improving your grammar if you're already pretty advanced? Let's say you've taken many language courses. You've done many language tests. You worked hard to prepare for those tests and you scored high enough to meet expectations. However, every time you speak, you're still not very confident about the verbs you use. You're not sure your sentence structure is correct. You keep confusing passive and active voices. You're not sure about the articles you use. You either use the wrong one or you ignore them altogether. You 
question yourself every time you use a certain word. Let's say you're never sure if you should say workers demanded to have longer holidays or they demanded having longer holidays. Is it an infinitive or is it a gerund? How do you keep improving? If you already speak pretty well, you already speak better than most people in the room, most people in the office, most people that you know, but you feel that you should live up to your potential and you feel that you can do better. Well, my answer is you practice and you practice harder. Most people know the answer. Most people don't understand how they need to practice and what exactly they should be doing to practice. Here's what I do. I take a grammar book for native speakers because I've already done and I'm done with all the other grammar books that were written for non-native speakers that were adapted for those people who cannot use the target language to understand and learn more about the target language. I'm done with those books. They're not helpful or useful for me anymore. I'm not saying that they're useless, but they're not useful for me anymore because I look at the language differently today. So I want to be working with the books written and designed for and by native speakers because that helps me understand how they think, how they see the language, and what they see when they hear and say certain words. What I will do is I will make sure that a grammar lesson at least one grammar lesson is scheduled every week in my practice routine. And then I'll sit down, open the grammar book. I said the grammar book because I'm currently working with one, but if you go to the community of practice, you will find at least three excellent grammar books for native speakers. I will open one of those books. I will go to the chapter that I need to be working with Right now, let's say my focus is understanding the difference between infinitives and gerunds. I still confuse those forms. Do I need to say she demanded hiring someone or she demanded to hire that person? They promised honoring their agreement or they promised to honor their agreement. If you still have questions about these types of constructs, you open unit 14 or 13, whatever it is, which says infinitive or gerund. And you spend 20 minutes doing the exercises from the grammar book. You spend these 20 minutes understanding the examples, understanding the logic, understanding the reasoning. And you want to be reading those explanations out loud to yourself. The reason I like working with grammar books for native speakers is that they do not really prepare you for a test. If you work with grammar books that have been adapted to non-native speaking students, What they do is that they prepare you for a test. They teach you to recognize certain grammar constructs so that you can use them effectively when you do a grammar test. But these books that I'm talking about, they help you understand. They explain why people say that. And the reference reference points will be the culture, the images the, that, that people see and that people use in everyday communication, the reference points are so different from what you see as a non-native speaking student because the only reference point there is the direct translation. You have to translate it to your first language to understand 
what it means and to understand why they say that and why they use uh, all those auxiliary verbs that you don't understand. And the only solution for you as a non-native speaking student is to memorize those weird constructs. You just memorize them and you learn them by heart. And you and if you forget them, well, it's your fault. If you forget them, you're going to fail the test. But these books are different. You're not supposed to memorize the information. You're supposed to understand it. So if in case you didn't understand it the first time you looked at it, you can always go back to this page and you can try to understand again. I don't know anybody who would voluntarily go back to a grammar book for non-native speakers so that they can do this test one more time. I mean, you can do that, but you're going to see the same sentences, the same exercises. Meaning your success on this test depends on how well you can memorize the sentences on this test. You simply memorize them. You are not required to understand them. When you go back to those books, you have to think. You have to think again. You have to understand so that you can go ahead and apply what you think you understand in your everyday communications. And in case you feel trapped or stuck or lost, again, you can always go back to the same grammar book, the same page, and check yourself. What, what was it that I missed? What was it that I didn't understand? And what I love about these books is that there are no complicated definitions. You don't have to learn the definition of present perfect. You just have to read and understand it. But then again, if you're an elementary level student, you will not be able to understand those explanations. You need to be at the level where you can use the target language and you're willing to use the target language to learn more about the target language so that you understand those explanations, those examples and those exercises. And you need to be willing to find 20 minutes of time every week to sit down and actually do the work. And after you have done the exercise, you want to go and check yourself, compare your work with the answers and the answer keys. And if you made a mistake, go back to the same page and ask yourself, hmm, what was there that I missed? What was here that I didn't understand? What is it that I... I, uh, I'm still confused about that. Constant self-reflection, constant self-monitoring, constant self-evaluation, and constant growth. This is how I work with grammar books. And this is how I continuously improve my grammar. <laughs>